episode 3 of Anything But Running. On this episode, we sit down with Morgan Beetlescott. Morgan has a very wide running range, including a 352 mile and a 2850 10k at last year's cross country championships. So please enjoy this conversation as I chat with Morgan Beetlescott. All right, I appreciate you coming on. I'm glad we get it to work. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to start off with just some simple would you rathers. First up, we got, first up, we got, would you rather be forced to sing along anytime music comes on or be forced to dance anytime music comes on? I think singing along is a lot less dangerous in the car than dancing, especially if I'm driving, you know? So I'm going to say sing along. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that when you're driving. That definitely would be an interesting time if you chose dancing. Yeah. And would you rather go without shampoo or without toothpaste for the rest of your life? I mean, I only shampoo my hair like once a week as it is. So like definitely shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather wear a green leprechaun hat every day or fairy wings every day? Oh, green leprechaun hat. It's close enough yeah. to a Michigan State uniform. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and would you rather have to shave your head or have your nose pierced? Shave my head or have my nose pierced? Do I have to shave my head for the rest of my life and just always be bald? Maybe for like a year. Shave my head for a year or have my nose pierced? Uh, I think I I think I'd rather just have my nose pierced. That's not too off brand. And (laughs) would you rather have a hook for a hand or a peg for a leg? Hook for a hand, absolutely. I mean, just one hand. Yeah, I could I could give that up. And last one we got here. Would you rather poop in the only toilet at a party knowing you'll clog it or poop in the bushes in the backyard? Oh, backyard. I mean, the amount of times I've had to do that on runs, just absolutely. (laughs) All right, so jumping in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And jumping into the more regular questions here, who or what got you into running? Um, My friends, we were uh, going to race a motocross track and – it was kind of just a fun thing to do and we wound up doing it as a joke. And I decided as soon as the race started, not to take it as a joke and I did pretty well. So I I think my friends got me into running competitively. Cool. Cool. And I know you have a pretty big range, but what is your favorite distance to run or race? I mean, the 5k is still definitely my favorite distance. It's fun to do like 800s and 1500s, but 5k is still my thing. And do you see the 5K as, like, your main event? Like, if somebody asked you what your main event was, is that what you would say? Yeah, I think so. And what keeps you motivated just when you're training? I mean, I really enjoy running, just, you know, jogging around. And uh, working out's always a lot of fun. Um, seeing what you can do on the day is always nice. But I, I just enjoy running as it is. So, you know, I, I think it's easy to just stay motivated when you really enjoy it. Yeah, and do you have a pre-race hype song or a favorite artist? No, I don't have a go-to hype song, but I do have like an early 2000s hip-hop mix. 
that I do go to on Spotify. It's just their um, their 2010s and 2000s uh, hip hop and rap mix. It's pretty good. Very nice. And what would you say your accomplish? What is your proudest accomplishment in the sport so far and outside of the sport? Uh, in the sport, I mean, being able to place on the podium in events from the mile to the 5k and even the 10k cross country is, I think that's, I think that's my favorite accomplishment. And then outside of the sport, um, definitely getting my master's degree was, was a big one. What did you get that degree in? Electrical engineering. I kind of want to talk about where you're at in your training right now. Are you training for racing right now or? Yeah, I have a race on uh, on Saturday. I'll be racing Road Mile up in Charlevoix, you know, just a local meet. Um, I thought it'd be fun to go up north and hit a Road Mile. So that's that's kind of the next thing on the list. And then um, my my agent actually wound up getting me into some races in Italy. So I'll be I'll be heading over to Italy soon um, and seeing what I can do over there. Just see if I can hang out to my fitness. Uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been kind of experimenting with training because I've never trained this long after a track season. Um, so yeah, we're just looking to do that. Yeah. And do you have any pro teams that you have your eye on right now? Maybe. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, I'm waiting until, you know, offers come in. So like, I don't want to commit to a brand and not have the offer that I want or not have a deal that I want. Um, that I think is, is, uh, conducive to me being like successful within that group um i mean money isn't everything in the sport but it's pretty important especially if uh you know as it pertains to stress and like being able to eat and how much these companies are going to support your travel and stuff um as well as your growth within the sport so being able to uh increase your value in your contract and having room to grow where you want to is important um, so just ironing out all those details is pretty big, uh, before, before I commit to, uh, one team. Yeah, for sure. And what's your go-to post-race meal? My go-to post-race meal. I always go for breakfast food if I can help it like French toast or pancakes or waffles or something like that. Uh, it just seems to sit really well. What's your favorite breakfast food? I definitely French toast. I love French toast Mm. and bacon. Um, Or if I can get like cream cheese stuffed French toast, absolute, absolute favorite. Is there anybody that you consider a rival of yours in the sport? I mean, I'd say I have a few in different, different events, which is actually kind of nice to not just have one. Like, of course, in cross country, uh, me and, Charles Hicks were pretty close in cross country and like Abdi Nur is a really talented runner over the 10 K distance and, and, uh, in cross country in the five K. So like we've been, you know, we've been pretty close in those, um, in those races. And then it's just, it's unfortunate because we don't race a lot. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I never race those. I never really race those guys from the West coast outside of a championship season. Um, but I really liked racing. Uh, I really liked racing yard and that DMR and in the three K. Uh, it'd be cool if you know we could race when he's a hundred percent healthy. Like he wasn't really a hundred percent in indoor and um, just one on one, like not in a DMR setting. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, he's a he's a lot of fun and he's a great competitor. So I'd like to I like to consider him a rival. And like Olin Hacker and I have gone back and forth in the Big Ten for you know six years, um, more than that. Like just uh, yeah, he he's a really competitive guy. He's really strong in a lot of different ways in the five k, and he's just a really tough dude. He's fun to race. Um, I've had mine with him and he's got his, that's for sure. But, uh, I mean, I've been racing Ben Beach since I was in high school, like another big 10 guy. We raced all the time. I think we're actually tied for, uh, the number of 5k wins we have against each other, uh, over our collegiate career, which is, which is really funny. Um, cause we've been racing for six years and, yeah, just another really tough competitor, and he's really versatile as well, like Olin. So, I really, I really enjoyed racing those guys. Yeah, that's cool. And who do you think would win in a boxing match, you or Olin? In a boxing match? Yeah. So part of me wants to say Olin's too nice, but then I feel like he's so nice, he just has a lot of pent up aggression. So if like if I hit him, I don't know what's going to come back at me. <laughs> I kind of don't want to find out. Like, you know, you know, those guys that are just so nice. They're scary. That's yeah, definitely. Olin. Definitely. Olin. I, I would be horrified to find out what <laughs> that kid holds. That's funny. And can you tell us one of your craziest or funniest running stories? Just like on a training day, just on a training day yeah. or a race story or a race story. Um, man, I, I'm trying to think of a good one, but I think, uh, okay. So first time I ran a collegiate 800, um, I was going to the line and, you know, I was, I was putting the slow heat, uh, just cause I didn't have a time in the 800 and, uh, we had two heats and we were getting lined up, you know, this kid's kind of chirping at me. I forget what school he's from. Um, but he was a big 10 school, big 10 guy, uh, you know, kind of, Oh, what's your PR, you know, trying to get in my head a little bit. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. I don't have one. Or like I ran 157 in high school, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know. Um, and I, I was kind of like, I just want to go have fun. And he's trying to, he's trying to get in my head a little bit. So I thought it was, I thought it was funny. And we get to the line and the, uh, the announcer announces, you know, well, whatever it was at the time, five time all American or whatever, I just uh, got the facility record in the 5K the week before, and this kid's putting a lane in front of me. So I was like lane six, he was lane seven. And when this guy's announcing my name, this kid just turns around and stares at me. I think I wound up beating him by like four or five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I won the I won that meet from the slow heat. But the look on this kid's face after he's trying to talk crap in the in the staging area was hilarious. It was uh, it was good. It was either Minnesota or Nebraska, one of those two. But, That's funny. God, I just I loved it, and I kind of ate it up when we were uh, when we were talking and staging. <laughs> and and what hobbies do you have outside of running? I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> um, I've kind of taken my engineering as a hobby, so I'll do uh, I'll do some three D model design. I've printed a few things. Um, I do it. Yeah, I do it for fun and I've done it for work. You know, I've, I have a car that I like to work on and build. Um, it's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I've had it for a few years and it's like, it's trying to die on me and I won't let it. So, 
<laughs> that's that's pretty cool. It's nice to have something that I can keep my keep my mind off of running with like that. Um, and then yeah, I just I'm pretty into computers. You know, having a background in electrical and computer engineering. Um, I'm really into computers. I built a computer two years ago, so I, I keep um, keep updating that and modifying that as I as I like. So yeah, I have, I have quite a few hobbies. Do you think you might like to take up like engineering as a full time job, possibly maybe after running or part time? Yeah, it's definitely a good safety net. But um, I think I've been thinking about doing it part time while I'm running pro. Uh, as long as it, you know, as long as it doesn't interfere with my recovery, I want to take this whole thing slow and, you know, take the summer to kind of figure out how it goes and how training goes and what the time commitments like and what the energy commitments like. So um, if I if I find that I have the time and energy to to do that and also travel around the world and a lot around the nation um, without it really hindering my my running, I think I'll do that. Uh, yeah, that's definitely something I am interested in. Yeah, and what's at the top of your bucket list right now, non-running-wise? Is there anything you'd like to do or destination you might want to travel? Man, I've always wanted to go to Switzerland and, like, see the Swiss Alps and, you know, go up go up there. And I think I'll have the opportunity to do it through running um, if I do have the opportunity to do it. I think, yeah, it'll definitely it'll definitely come from running. But uh, it's just a beautiful part of the world, um, and I've always wanted to go. Yeah, definitely. And if you could have dinner with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh, one person dead or alive? I mean, yeah. I think I've said – I think I was asked this question, and I think I said pre. Um, so I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go with that one again because that's pretty boring. <laughs> uh i don't know um i'd probably say like any other famous runner any other like world famous runner or world champion like just to get to sit down and talk to them and pick their brain on what it was like and what they did and you know not not about like training or anything but just what the mindset was in the race and what they thought about beforehand yeah that'd be really cool and what what is your favorite part about Michigan's athletic program? Uh, Michigan State's? Yeah. Yeah, I really like the team culture. Um, we're just, I don't know, they're a bunch of, they're a bunch of goons. <laughs> like, they just like to have fun with their running. Um, and it's, it's really cool, like, to be, to be in a group of guys to be with a group of guys that just enjoy the sport and enjoy it for what it is and don't have to take it super seriously all the time. Um, they're not always trying to reinvent the wheel with training. We can just sit back and trust our coach and get better that way. Uh, it's really, it's really nice to have a group like that. Yeah. And have you been watching worlds recently? Yeah. What would you say is the most impressive performance do you think so far? Oh, last night, Jake Whiteman, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, that was crazy. I loved it. Um, yeah. Now if I, I mean, I don't know. My my opinions on Jakob Ingebrigtsen are maybe controversial. <laughs> not not really. Like I just, I don't know. He he's openly said he doesn't like running. Like he just likes racing and winning, and that's not a, I don't know. That's not good for the sport. You know, you got to enjoy it for what it is. There's not enough people in track and field that race and 
do that to to hate running as a whole. So I, I'm yeah, happy finally took him down and <laughs> somebody who's not robotic about the whole process. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Jakob is just a complete machine. He's not real. Yeah. I mean, he's he seems like a nice enough person. Yeah. Um, but his approach to track and field isn't isn't really, I don't know, the the type of personality that we want leading the way, I guess. It's the stereotypical, oh, I hate running. Oh, it's so hard to get out of the bed in the morning. And for, for a majority of us, it isn't, and it shouldn't be. Um, and for people who enjoy running as a hobby, like they don't, they don't relate to that. So to have somebody like Jake Boyman, who, at least to my experience or my knowledge, hasn't <laughs> just sat and complained about, <laughs> about running, it's pretty nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much all I got for you. I appreciate you coming on. Awesome. For sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. I'll see you, man. See ya. I hope you enjoyed episode three of Anything But Running. Please share it with your friends and make sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks. I'll see you next time on Anything But Running. Thank you.